0: Hi, David Farrier here. Now last episode we got up to our necks in simulation theory, and at some point during that bonkers discussion landed on the idea that maybe aliens are the ones running the simulation we're all stuck in. So it only seemed logical that it's time to tackle the topic to end all topics, alien life. Aliens are a big topic because they play into that ultimate human fear, that we're alone the only blip of life in a universe that's been cranking for 14 billion years. If alien life exists, it means we're not alone. And it also raises a ton of other questions, like if we're top of the food chain. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. But what even is extraterrestrial life? Are we talking microbes from another planet or fully formed and intelligent little green men? Or is it carbon-based blobs or something else entirely new from another dimension?
1: I'll give you every detail as long as I can talk and as long as I can see. The thing is,
0: the way we think about alien life has been shaped by pop culture, from War of the Worlds to Men in Black.
2: Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth.
0: And in my mind, aliens kind of peaked with the X-Files.
3: Agent Mulder. I'm Dana Scully. I've been assigned to work with you.
0: And then life started to get kind of complicated. Terrorist attacks and pandemics were the new things to be scared of. We didn't have time to worry about Area 51 and alien invasions. And so when really compelling footage of UFOs came out three years ago, and then last year the Department of Defense started a new UFO task force, and then this year the CIA started declassifying UFO documents, I feel like we all kind of missed it. Which is why I'm glad we're all here. Because it's time to declassify those dusty old X-Files. This is the Aliens episode.
2: Aliens. alien wow, aliens. Yeah, aliens. What,
0: look, what's your
2: initial take when I say the word aliens? Well, as you pointed out in the intro, you get this microfiche slide of the movie Aliens, uh, Men in Black, mm. all these pop culture things. You're mm. right. I never think of like pesky microbes. Mm-mm. There's no. nothing romantic about acknowledging them as extraterrestrial.
0: No, so th- I think the definitions are part of it because when you say UFO, do you mean... An alien in a ship, or do you mean something that is an unidentified flying object that could be some other nation's unknown technology? You know, what are we yeah. talking about? You know, the definitions are like even a little bit wonky.
2: Have I told you that I've discovered I love how you say known? This has oh. become one of my favorite. Um, how, how do I? Of the things I, I enjoy, like the words you say. Mm. Well, what, how did you say lasso? Uh, uh, let's lassoo. That's that's gonna make its way into a top bracket. But <laughs> you say no one, no one.
4: I like that as well. Yeah,
2: I love it. Yeah, I love no, it. like no one. There's like five or six syllables. Like the unknown is what yeah, unknown. Yeah, but un- we would un- say
4: unknown.
2: Oh, what,
0: known one syllable. Oh, You're I known. see. One. Yeah no and yeah, yeah we like to enunciate every little piece An we possibly can out of our there. <laughs> so it is hard since being in America like, I do struggle to order food and stuff on the phone like people oh. I will say something perfectly straightforward and I'll just be met with puzzlement Sure. Okay. so I have to affect a tiny American accent oh I'd love to and hear that your... kind of helps so instead of saying if I say like could I please have one Hawaiian pizza with extra pineapple I'll have to say and they'll be like what I have to say. Hi, could I please have one pineapple pizza with an extra pineapple? Oh wow! Oh, wow. And then they get it straight away.
2: Oh my god,
4: we are s- Americans are so
2: stupid. You no. just put a little comical thing on the it.
4: Difference he made. The difference is very <laughs> silliness. Well, it's
2: negligible. He added silliness, yes, and he, then it,
4: we were. He was able to be understood.
2: He did a character that was like kind of a brat. I guess he's <laughs> like. I want a Hawaiian pizza with too (laughs) much pineapple. Too much pineapple, please. It works. Okay, back to the topic. Back to aliens, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think of those things as with all things, as they Mm -hmm. say, like God is in man's image of himself or something. Like there's some, you almost can't think of something that you don't project onto. And Mm -hmm. so I think it says more about what kind of aliens people think are going to come about the person than it does Mm -hmm. the aliens because all this presumption that they would have traveled generations and generations at the speed of light to get here and go to battle is just so bizarre to me. It's not my worldview, but I think for people who have a gun under their pillow and they're certain someone's going to break into the house and kill them, that must be their view of aliens as well. Because that's the thing. The best evidence for alien life is
0: the maths when you just look at how big the universe is. Mm -hmm. And chances that we're alone are Pretty much next to none. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge jump to say, it's like what we we're talking about in the simulation theory episode. It's a big jump to say, no, they're actually going to come and visit us and observe us. Right. And all those things, like, if they're that smart, why are they showing themselves? Like, why do we see these little blips on the radar? Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. the thing.
4: I'm mm. really ignorant on this topic. Like, I don't know. The stuff mm. you said in the intro mm. about the files, like, I don't know anything about that. I'm excited. Oh, so I'm this excited. is big.
0: Yeah, this is a big one. So, like, it's it's incredibly kind of complex how this stuff all got leaked out. But in the last four years, a series of videos has come to light of Navy and Air Force personnel seeing and videoing perceived craft that are moving in ways that we can't even imagine. 60 Minutes did an amazingly quite tabloidy piece, sort of looking Uh. at the stuff going, oh, there are definitely aliens or technology that's much beyond what we know
2: hmm. we're capable of out there well that was an outsider's review of that episode now me as a 40 mm. year fan of 60 minutes oh, okay. yeah this is an outsider's view
0: yeah, yeah. Tick, tick, yeah.
2: Tick, 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 tick. to me it seemed very <laughs> unbiased like all options are open all we really can say is they're unidentified even the military is like look i, I don't know what the fuck it is but that's not to say i can guess which is more probable alien or china what did you think of the videos cuz they're pretty compelling they are and they aren't so the one mm. that's like a black dot and it's moving in a way that defies physics mm-hmm. in some sense it is a black dot like mm. how hard would it be to obscure some pixels to make a black dot in mm-hmm. the sky
4: is that yeah what yeah the they're best, like these
2: but... are these are folks out on air force training missions or patrolling some airspace and they have basically dashboard, footage, mm. yeah, of dashboard some, footage Yeah, some shit that doesn't make any sense. I agree it doesn't make sense, but also was there like a bad sector of the lens? I don't know. I don't know what that is.
0: So this footage was leaked. And what was kind of amazing about it is that the U.S. government's always said we don't have any UFO programs. Like they don't exist.
2: Oh, they say they don't even have programs. What about SETI? That's not a government No, agency. SETI was like. Do you remember
0: back when you had, like, desktop computers, you could download an app and it would help mine through all the data, of oh. all the all the satellite data that was out there? So it was like what? this shared project. So when I was 12, I thought I was so special because I downloaded this little app <laughs> and it would be like, it was like a screensaver. So when your computer wasn't operating, it would be chunking through satellite data with the idea that you might be the one that discovers, like, the signal your oh. oh. shows alien life. Yeah, but SETI is a private thing. SETI okay. was a private thing. Oh, wow. But it was discovered that in 2007 till I think, I think it was 2012 there was this program called a tip which was the advanced aerospace threat identification program that ended in 2012 and that's where a lot of that footage came from mm. but in 2020 they've started this new thing which is called the unidentified aerial phenomena task force
2: okay. oh my god a task force
0: yeah and so basically right now what's happened is that congress is going to be delivered a report by the director of national intelligence and the secretary of defense about what has been going on so this report is due to be delivered literally this month
2: Whoa. Oh, Wow! and
0: so we don't know what's in that report it's basically the pentagon going hey this is what we've got on unidentified flying objects wow. we don't know what's going to be in it so it's a really big month for talking about this, for UFO fans, yeah. for aliens, for hu- like for the whole of the human race, I know? can
2: I can make a single prediction about the outcome of that report that I okay. guarantee is true.
0: Okay, hit me.
2: No matter what it says, mm-hmm. it'll be denied as a cover-up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's something that could very easily happen.
4: I'm not worried about them
2: But aliens. Yeah, me either. You're applying this Genghis Khan mentality to a population of. Beings that has the technology and has survived their own planet long enough yeah. and not self-destructive. Why with war, do they? Think they're going to mount we're up. They're going
4: to go to war with people, with people, with aliens who are alien people, alien <laughs> alien men who are alien.
2: They're in- <laughs> all men. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, That's if they're true. going
4: to war, I mean, I'm
0: going to.
2: I'm going
4: to stereotype. But why would they? Why would they travel all the way to Earth just? There's to no get
2: bloody. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, here's the other side of it. Well, you shouldn't even worry about it. The other mm-hmm. argument would be they have a technology that's so kick ass that they're going to hit a button and vaporize everyone on planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So that they can mm-hmm. get our some mineral we could give a shit about that they need in their production of something mm-hmm. important. But even in that event, what are you worried about? They're going to hit a button and you're going to not know about it, like? But I mean, it's not going to be the, a big battle, I guess. The the I suppose why
0: I feel the government should care about this is that hey, if alien, this an unknown thing that's in the skies, we don't know what it is. If it's alien what are your probabilities? That they're friendly, Mm. that they're neutral, or that they're gonna be very unfriendly. And even if it's like that possibility of them being unfriendly, it's worth worrying about. Yeah,
4: it's good to know
2: for sure. Oh, sure, sure. Mm. But I guess what I would map onto it is like, when we go look at chimpanzees, Mm we're hoping we can snuggle them. Like, that's what Mm. we're going for. Now, they will occasionally bite your face off and then you got to pull a gun out and kill them to defend yourself. But we're not, we don't go in there guns blazing. We hope for the best and we're not even that evolved compared to what an alien would be. Completely. Like, I think they're ready to vaporize us if we start acting like idiots. Why Mm -hmm. do
4: we think the aliens are smarter than us?
2: Because they got here. We Mm
0: -hmm. can't get anywhere. Especially these sightings that are going around at the moment in this footage from the Air Force. The way these things maneuvering is just so intense and different to what we
2: know is Mm. possible. Chances are they're a lot more intelligent than we are. Well, even the fact that they could have gotten to this planet. Completely. Although I wonder if anyone has a UFO theory. This would be a fun one that they invented AI Mm. two millennia ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the computers took over. They started doing all the thinking. And then people then could just mate select on who was handsome. And then they they got, actually got dumber, but they had already unleashed their AI technology. So maybe the, the AI is just like, board this ship. And they're like, let's go over here. So there is that possibility that oh. dum-dums are arriving uh, on technology that Wouldn't AI that created.
0: Such a disappointment if the drive <laughs> is awesome. so stupid <laughs> and disappointing.
2: Uh. Yeah, like a county fair in the 1800s, people get off. Nick Pope is the
0: gentleman I wanted to talk to for this episode because I wanted to get an outsider's perspective and not have an American talking. So oh. Nick Pope's British. He worked at the British Ministry of Defense at the UFO desk. And so this was basically before the US was even looking at UFOs, Nick Pope was exploring UFO sightings wow. in the UK on the government die. Okay. So he was like sort of a real life moulder, essentially. Ooh. I wanted to talk to him initially to get his take on what these new sightings meant. So he's pro UFO as an alien life, but he's not completely out there. He's
1: kind of measured. So this is Nick Pope. This was completely genuine. I think that's the thing that people have missed about this. A lot of times when we've previously had photos and videos, even purporting to be official, people have said, well, is it real or not? What's different about this is that these videos have now been posted on the Department of Defense website and Press releases have been sent out, and public affairs spokespeople at the Pentagon have said, Yes, these are genuine videos, often taken from F 18 super hornets, and the phenomenon characterized in those videos remains unidentified. And that's all on the DoD website. So there's no longer any debate about that. The debate is about what we're looking at. Is it our own tech? Is it Russia or China, or is it something else? That's up for grabs. What isn't up for grabs is that this is the real deal, official Navy footage.
0: What made that video stand out and be so incredible that we're all talking about it right now?
1: There's three of those videos, of course. I know people say a picture paints a thousand words, but arguably it's the fact that on two of those three videos, there was soundtrack, and that soundtrack was over-enthusiastic, Top gun pilots yelling to each other about this thing. And these people don't impress easily. There's a whole fleet of them look on the SF. My God. Oh, so, ironically, it's the sound as much as, and maybe more than, the vision, or certainly in tandem with the vision that brings this together. And also the fact that when you look at the testimony of some of these pilots who are now speaking out and filling in some of the gaps, because, of course, the videos only tell part of a story. Those pilots are talking about, yeah, when you look at the video, it's impressive. But when you were there, as we were trying to chase these things, trying to intercept them, it was beyond the X-Files. I mean, these things accelerated away so quickly, it was almost like a new physics. And on one occasion, I think some of the pilots said, almost anticipated the location that the pilots were going to next and suddenly almost magically appeared there. Which again, makes you wonder about that old Arthur C. Clarke quote where he said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic.
4: Hmm. Oh my. Now I am scared of them.
1: Pretty intense. Right out of the gates, I'm
2: encouraged that those guys were enthusiastic that were seeing it. They were excited. They weren't, they weren't terrified. Scared. Yeah. They weren't terrified of this stuff. And that makes me That's believe in, in humanness a little bit more. Yeah, it was a nice...
0: It was, oh, fuck!
1: <laughs> what is,
2: I can't get it in target lock! Like, that, that would be... Like, yeah. they could set off a whole chain of events.
0: What blows my mind as well about that is the fact that these pilots, they're highly trained. They're seeing things that they can't figure out. You've got Congress like demanding now more information from the Pentagon, Monica. Like listening to those pilots, like does it make you think?
2: Oh God, there's something there. Or are you like ah? Who cares? No, that you know that mm.
4: definitely did make me think. Like oh wow,
2: can we do it out of ten? Uh, Zero is you could give a fuck that there's aliens here. Ten, you're like okay. oh my God, there's aliens. Up until here?
4: I just heard that, I was at a one. Okay, hmm. and now I'm at a seven.
2: Wow.
4: Before, I didn't care because I was like, yeah, there's definitely life out for sure, no question. Mm. But they're not going to come mess with us. Who cares? Mm. But now it seems like maybe they're trying to make contact.
2: Well, yeah, they're probably exploring. And it's a form of time travel, really, because they would have just grown up reading about primitive civilizations and they could come observe one that would be really fun Mm you near
4: the primitive civilization that's also harder
0: that's what's such a trip when you think about alien life because we're top of the food chain the second you think we might not be it's either like terrifying or kind of fascinating and kind of the equivalent of like wondering if god exists aliens god they're kind of equivalent like something much bigger than us right Mm -hmm. yeah we're not
2: the most important all Mm, of a sudden, yeah. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's why it does elicit fear so often is we recognize, oh, we're no longer in control or our illusion of control. There's something now smarter than us, more tech than us. Yeah. We're the chimps now. Completely. scary to people. But look at what we've done for chimps. We've put a lot of effort into conserving them and making sure they're (laughs) safe and getting rid of poaching. Like, we've really just dedicated ourselves Mm -hmm. to protecting them.
4: I don't think they need to protect us.
2: Well, they might. They might go like, you guys are about to blow up your planet.
4: Oh, maybe that's why they're trying to make contact.
2: And um, here's Mm -hmm. some tech. Mm -hmm. This is unlimited energy in the Mm -hmm. end of a ballpen. We'll see you later. Have fun. We'll come back.
4: That would be nice. Yeah, like
2: that's possible. So I like that he started with what we agree upon. There is no debate now whether there's some unidentified thing in the sky. That is now conclusive in a sense, which I agree with. Then it becomes, Monica, is it aliens?
4: Right or is it, is it China? The U, is it the
2: CIA? Mm-hmm. Is it some skunk work program with the military? And and by the way, let's just talk about how weird it would be to be in the group of 30 classified people creating this new tech. Exactly. And knowing that your own government it's like is trying
0: to figure out.
2: Yes, what a bizarre notion. Also,
0: what's scarier, alien life or another nation that's humans. got way more advanced I, wh- humans? Humans. Yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. If that's China or Russia or yep. North Korea mm-hmm. or us, it's scary. I agree. Especially considering some of these have been spotted around
0: nuclear facilities and that kind of thing. You know, it is somewhat terrifying.
2: Okay. Now, uh-huh. I just want to hit with one potential explanation. So, I don't argue that I don't know what it is and that something clearly is identified. But yes. But let's say that from their point of view, there was some kind of aberration in the air because of some sun flare or whatever it was, right? And, and I thought of a great analogy. You know when you're looking up at the sky and you notice you can see like a little translucent worm in your eye, like an imperfection in your Mm -hmm. eye? Do you know Mm -hmm. that feeling? It almost looks like an amoeba floating Mm -hmm. across your eye. No. You know what I'm saying, I know what you're saying. Every time you try to get a better look at the amoeba, Mm -hmm. you like, mine's mine's up in the left. Yeah. So I always try to Mm -hmm. like look at it. But of course, that forces the amoeba at like lightning speed to the left and I can't see it. So the only way to view the amoeba is to stare directly straight and just try to concentrate it on the peripheral vision and not follow it. I'm doing it right now.
4: Wait, it, I don't have- You don't you you have know, any you imperfections? Closed, if you
2: close your eyes, can you not see little floaty guys in your vision? <laughs> to me, I always see when I look up at the blue sky, There's like little translucent amoebas. There's imperfections in your lens. But of course you can't, you you could never focus on them because you have to move your eyeball to do so and they're on the periphery. So similarly, if it was something in the sky and they said they chased it, Mm. it could actually change their perspective of this phenomenon in a way that made it move lightning fast. So there's still other explanations.
0: There are, and I mean, I kind of wanted to drop this on you a little bit later, but you're completely right in that there are debunkers out there, and Mick West is one of them. He's an amazing conspiracy theory debunker. He's actually the guy who uh created tony hawk's pro skater which is an amazing series on the playstation so he made millions and millions of dollars creating tony hawk yeah he's now retired he's a mega brain like amazing maths brain he's a programmer he now spends his entire life just debunking things on this website metabunk and he's gone through all of these air force videos and basically debunked all of them with similar logic really so there's a world where if If we're watching this stuff, it looks like a craft that is moving around and you're like, holy shit, it's clearly a crazy craft that we don't recognize. What McWest has pretty much put all of this down to is the little camera mounted on a little gimbal on these incredibly fast moving planes is constantly tracking and moving and rotating and pretty much all these objects that the entire world is now freaking up about and that Congress is demanding reports on, it's simply either a balloon or a regular old plane that's been picked up by these cameras that are shifting their focus and their magnification and their tracking constantly. And all of it is basically, it's an optical illusion, illusion that it's yeah. changing and morphing. And- such a boring explanation <laughs> yeah. for something that literally 60 minutes dedicated an entire 15 minutes to. It can be explained away really easily. What can't be explained away so much is the pilot's reactions, like they're utterly convinced
4: yeah because they would be used to that kind of thing
2: i was just gonna say that i did not find the actual footage to be all that inspiring or exciting but i found their reactions and testimonials to be pretty inspiring because generally and i would say this is the problem with alien obsession from my point of view in the past it is always some 65 year old couple on an rv trip in new mexico it's never a surgeon i've watched a A hundred testimonials of people and not one of them has been like reeked of reputable. No,
0: that's the problem. Like people who. No
2: smart people seem to see
0: aliens. And when alien abduction stories started coming out, they were always the most unreliable narrators you could possibly imagine. (laughs) Very different to someone who is like a decorated air force pilot yes yes so that's the the difference in saying that like these people aren't experts on the way gimbals work and cameras work on their aircraft so they
4: have seen a lot though so if something's different
0: yeah, it you'd expect might there might something. be something. Yeah. So yeah, that's the big debate: like, is it an optical illusion or is there something else out there? I but those wish are the two big debates. It, Monica. It's just a black orb. It looks terrifying, but then also like it's you're looking at infrared. So when you're mm. watching it as a punter, you kind of think, "Oh, that's clearly an object," but you're also watching like a reversed image that's an in infrared. So it looks like an object when it's just like emitting some heat. Yes, yes. Anyway, the other guy I wanted to speak to was Mike Baker, who's ex-CIA. He's pretty hard-nosed on this as well, but this was his take on the Tic Tac video, which was one of the more compelling ones. What's the Tic Tac? The Tic Tac video? It looks like a Tic Tac. What's oh. the accent? Yeah, so well, I you tic-tac. About, I thought you were talking about tic-tac.
4: Tic-tac, the mint. Oh,
0: no, no, tic Yeah, tick-tac. tic-tac. It looks tic-tac. like a little tic-tac. Okay. Yeah, so it's one of the really convincing videos. So this is like an ex-CIA. He's been in the field. He's been counterterrorism. He knows his stuff.
3: This is his take on it. To me, there was a couple of things that stood out. One, there's no upside for a, a, a pilot to come back and go in and say, you know, I might have seen a UFO. That's not a career-enhancing move. So you have to be fairly convinced before you go in and make that effort. And the other that stood out was just the amount of footage, uh, the movement of this thing, the experience, again, of the individuals who saw it, and the fact that the, you know, the Navy released the footage eventually, admitted to it, and said, yeah, we got a, an unidentified aerial phenomena here. We still don't know what it is. Now, people will say, and I get this all the time as well, look where you used to work, right? You used to work at the CIA, so this is exactly what you're going to say. They've put you out here to say these things so that you'll plant this idea in people's minds. Well, maybe they did. So when you look at what Fravor saw, what Commander Fravor saw, and do I think that the Chinese were out there testing a new vehicle? Eh, I don't think so. I I really don't think so. And I think also if that were the case, the U.S. government, one of the things it doesn't do particularly well is keep secrets over a period of time, particularly, you know, over the past couple of decades, right? Everybody opens their yap. So I have a hard time believing that something like that would be kept uh, secret. So what does that mean? Does it mean that I lean towards this is something otherworldly, non-human? I don't know. And if I don't know, I'm not going to dismiss it and from a national security perspective to say, yeah, every time we've got an unidentified aerial phenomena over one of our military bases or ranges or whatever it may be, a nuclear facility, we damn well better do what we can to figure it out. So
0: Mike's someone who, he's pretty level-headed, but Mm. his whole perspective is like, yeah, if we don't know for sure, like
2: we better try and look into this whole thing. I'm super supportive of investigating as much as humanly possible, I'm just really hesitant to jumping to the conclusion. You're right, aliens and God is a very similar debate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't prove to you there's not a God, but you are leaping to a pretty humongous conclusion. I don't think either of us know all that well, and you may be right, I just don't know how one gets confident with seeing that black orb to say, oh, that's an alien, or that's China, or that's us. We're so far from knowing what this is. Stay tuned for more dare. You're supported by Tushy. Ooh. What a fun word to say, Tushy.
4: Tushy. It's a good word.
2: It is. It's cute. We just were talking about my lack of showering. That's right. And the whole reason I'm able to do that, shower only every three days, (laughs) is I wash my butt hole.
4: That's right. With with a a tushy. Tushy.
2: Yeah. I love it. Now, listen to this. Tushy Bidet cleans more than just poop off your butt. It cleans sweat and other human juices. Is your butt clean enough to sit on the couch naked? No. Get a Tushy. Now stop smearing your business around your butthole with TP and start washing with a Tushy Bidet. As if poop weren't bad enough, summer is coming and you know what that means. Butt sweat. Tushy helps keep your bum clean and fresh all summer long without having to jump in the shower by blasting away butt sweat and other human juices. Get all up in your business with a precise angled stream and a nozzle that self-cleans. Starting at only $99, the Tushy Bidet installs in just under 8.5 minutes and requires no electricity or additional plumbing, so anyone can have a clean butt this summer. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, toilet brush, and a Tushy stand and tissues. Go to hellotushy.com armchair to get 10% off your order and free shipping. That's hellotushy.com armchair. We are supported by Noom. Think about everything you've ever learned about getting healthy. There's a lot of contradictory information out there and things like that old-fashioned food pyramid aren't much help enter Noom. It's not about what you just ate, but about how you eat in general. Noom teaches you about eating, your cravings, and how to build new habits, so you can ditch your misconceptions and get smart about food and the choices you make. I love it because it has a database of all the food. It uses cognitive behavioral approach to changing your habits. And when I accomplish it, it gives you a sense of control over your domain. Noom is forgiving because you're human. If you go off track today, You'll be back on track tomorrow. Everyone is busy. That's why Noom doesn't demand much of your time. They only ask for 10 minutes a day. Over 80% of Noomers finish the program, and over 60% have stuck with their goals for at least one year. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot slash Dax. Learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Dax. Ready to learn how to live healthier? Sign up for Noom today at N-O-O-M dot com slash Dax.
0: The other big thing is for all the people that have been abducted, no one's bought anything back. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the other thing. There's no artifacts. Like, this is all stuff mm-hmm. we've seen and videoed. No one's got an actual object ever. Right. And I think that's, like, a big thing that's holding this whole thing back as well. Like All we've got is imagery and bad photos.
4: Yeah, unlike the dinosaurs.
0: Unlike the dinosaurs where bones. we have actual bones. Yes. That's the thing.
4: I like what he was saying. Why would they put their careers at risk if they didn't feel super confident that it was something new?
2: i totally believe those air force guys that they saw that that they believe that there's no question yeah i don't think they're lying i don't think there's any conspiracy afoot but um you're right the odds of some alien shrapnel landing on planet earth and it landing conveniently in a government agency's domain if you just were to look at the surface area of our country and look at what percentage of it's occupied by a military base 99% chance it's not going to land in government hands. It's going to land with some turkey who's going to call the news, and it's over. Like, they can't put that genie back in the bottle. No, absolutely not. And
0: things like Roswell, where originally everyone thought it was a hot air balloon, but then that didn't quite add up. That was a craft that was, at the time, classified.
4: Tell us about Roswell.
0: Roswell, it was a weird sort of craft that a rancher found in was 30 miles out of Roswell, and this was in 1947. Mm. So the military came along, they picked it up, and there was just like a lot of debate that rolled out about that for like a very long time. The weather balloon was an excuse given by the United States government at the time, but it didn't quite stack up because this thing didn't look like a weather balloon. But what they found out, in 94, the military published a report on the incident which shed more light Rather than being a simple weather balloon, the crashed aircraft actually included an advanced sensor system as part of the then classified Project Mogul. Mm. So basically, the reason Roswell got so out of control is that there was this classified thing that the government couldn't talk about at the time, and so everything then just rolled out of control and we all thought it was an actual alien
2: and they benefit from that if they're trying to keep something secret there couldn't be anything better than us all explaining it as being alien well it's perfect because we're not think- we're not talking about some new american
0: technology that we're not meant to know about mm-hmm. and that's a difficult thing like even with these recent sightings if there is an explanation for it chances are we're not going to know it Because the United
2: States is trying to protect what they do know, even if it's explaining it away. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into the motives, I think, of nation states to keep it secret. Why wouldn't the government tell us? What Mm -hmm. would be the advantage?
4: Panic, for one.
2: Perhaps panic. Also, they might be trying to understand the technology they've found and harness it to give them an advantage over other nation Mm -hmm. states. That would probably be a motivation. I mean,
0: that's often been an excuse used of why the government doesn't want to talk about whether it's aliens or not, because they're slowly trying to get us used to the idea before they actually spring it on us. The other thing that Nick Pope talks about, why aliens are such an important thing on our minds.
1: I think the question of whether or not we're alone in the universe and whether we're being visited, I mean, those are some of the biggest and most profound questions we can ask. And also, I'm not saying the pandemic hasn't had an effect on all this, As people have been locked down, perhaps they are looking up. And I think there's something to that. I don't know. I I sometimes speculate that out there, there might be a sort of Encyclopedia Galactica. And what if we could access that Encyclopedia Galactica? What might we learn? In a universe nearly 14 billion years old, it's possible to conceive there might be civilizations out there with a billion years head start on us. What might they look like? What might they have to teach us? But there's a downside to it as well. I mean, if people say, well, could any of this be hostile? The answer is, I suppose so. Yes. There are only three options. It's either friendly, hostile, or ambivalent. And if we've got a one in three chance of it being hostile, and it might be a billion years ahead of us in terms of Technological advance, we're in trouble. Hmm. I'd rule out
2: ambivalent. Is it not an option? Not an option. Really? Like if we planned a trek to the Gombe forest to observe chimpanzees, mm-hmm. there's no way we would start that voyage going like, "Hey, we'll wait to get there and find out whether we want to kill them or like them." Yeah, no one would would endeavor. An adventure with zero thought of how they were going intera- to interact. You're
0: it. also thinking of that, though, with your very human brain oh, mm-hmm. as well. Touché, you true. know, put yourself into a little alien brain oh. yeah. that's created this amazing craft. Maybe ambivalency is like a
2: big thing for them. But again, ambivalency isn't mm. a motive. No, to go anywhere, yeah. to be in a place. It's almost antithetical (laughs) to motive.
4: I was ambivalent towards aliens Mm. up until today. Mm. I was like, yeah, they can exist. And that doesn't mean if we got the technology to go roam around, we wouldn't. We could still do that and be like, oh, that's happening up there. Mm.
2: But the Mars rover doesn't have Gatling guns on it. No. Think of us taking a trip to another planet. We would not be going there to murder everything on the planet. So you're more thinking friendly is more likely. Yeah, I think friendly is most likely. Evil is likely if they know we have something and they've figured out we won't give it up and mm-hmm. they're going to have to kill us. Mm-hmm. That's an option. Fuck, should we get in a spaceship, pop by that thing and see if we want to do something?
4: But maybe not see if I want to do something, but just like take a trip
2: oh just a vacation well, yeah like okay.
4: just uh, you know i don't know <laughs> What is the anything
2: that we do that is
0: ambivalent that we just go about and do what, what is an ambivalent well, an thing accident. that we do
2: like monica so do basically I, just admitted she's ambivalent about this topic but her job broadered here so she just accidentally sat down so had in the had conversation do yeah not about the
4: topic about whether they <laughs> exist like i'm i wasn't scared or excited about the idea of aliens i'm just like yeah they probably exist and that's fine with me. Mm. That doesn't excite me or scare me, so I'm totally like neutral on them. Mm. Now I'm a little more scared. Yeah. They seem oh. they're seeming a little,
0: a more little plausible. more scary.
4: But I also think they could just be exploring the universe. They have that ability, and so that's what they're doing. But they have no intention of making contact or doing anything to us, or even being friendly. Just like oh like just taking trips around on their craft. But I would mm.
2: file that under the observational motivation. Yeah. Which it still would rule out exterminating us. If you've come to see how it looks here, why would you exterminate us? You've come to view us do our thing.
4: But maybe like p- picture yourself mm. on an airplane flight to New York or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so you're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're going to pass some stuff on <laughs> the way Iowa. and you're not like, yeah, and some mountains and stuff. You're not going on that trip in order to observe it. You're just like on that ride to get to your destination. So
2: in your version, they're bar hopping. Like this wasn't yeah. the destination. They're just bar hopping. Exactly. Let's try this one. Okay.
4: They're just like on the way to the next place. Yeah, okay. and the
2: universe having billions of stars and
0: planets in it. Ah, Probably chances are we are just a stop along the way. Yeah. And completely boring. They might not even be like noticing that we're here. They're exactly. just like stopping for some like a little pause and a little refuel or something. You Maybe they, they don't even
2: care that we're here. Do you think they hovered over New York City and everyone fell asleep? Like, ugh, it was so boring. Just Let's go get out to- of here. Let's go to another planet. Like I we- do
0: wonder if aliens did appear, because we've been through so much as a people, whether we would care that much. Like I feel like some people would just sort of roll their eyes and being like, uh oh, but weird. Depends
3: but on what they But carry on with it, like, like,
0: get back on Instagram, you know? Depends what they look like.
2: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Do you how, you think it, they would yeah, We would issue them an Instagram account, and that way we could we, watch what their life's like. Probably wow. would. One thing
0: Mike Baker did touch on, because we talked a lot about what he thought these videos were and about alien life in general. And, you know, he's ex-CIA, so I kind of tend to, like, listen to him. But he sort of raised, again, the point that the main thing we probably should be scared of is humans probably Mm -hmm. as far as space goes and so he talked a little bit on why aliens probably aren't the thing we should be worried about
3: it's already happening right space is already militarized any nation with the resources and again we're talking about a limited number of nations here they're busy trying to reimagine the use of space and so whether that means the ability to take out satellites to knock out gps uh which is going to be one of the first steps in any next global conflict whether it means your ability to tap into satellites that are orbiting by another nation to gather data whatever it may be space is already being weaponized There's this romanticized period where we we thought that that wouldn't be the case that it would be a community of nations using it for research and, and development well the fact that that never happens down here on planet earth the idea that somehow we were all going to you know hold hands and unicorns were going to fly out of our asses up in space didn't make any sense so I think the hypersonic technology is a lot of research the US and China and Russia in particular are investing in. And, you know, whether it's a hypersonic unmanned aircraft or one day, and it's a long ways down the road, is hypersonic manned aircraft. That is a really interesting development. And there's, you know, I don't want to say it's a race, but essentially it is between us and China in particular to develop that capability because it is fairly astounding. The potential anyway. But the problem is the potential is basically in the military applications of it. Imagine the ability to defeat any existing, you know, early warning system that we may have that exists out there. And military desire or the desire to get to the top of the food heap tends to drive a lot of the research and development. But the concern is that unmanned hypersonic craft would be moving at speeds and in patterns would have the ability to defeat any technology we've got for early warning systems and would will completely change the game and so that's worrisome
0: i thought about this when i was out i drove about sort of three hours away to go to a friend's farm last weekend and i looked up at the night sky at about one in the morning and there were literally five satellites in a row just tracking each other across the sky and it was terrifying traffic wow. jam it was like a traffic jam up in the sky mm. and i think that's probably the stuff we should be more worried about our own man-made occupation of space and what we're doing
2: yeah, it gets pretty scary out there. What if the aliens came down and they said, look, we have this technology that's going to cure your global warming issue. We'd like every nation state to present their proposal of why they should be trusted. And it'd be basically the aliens would vote on who the most trustworthy nation was. I'm guessing it's going to be like Sweden or something.
0: Sweden or maybe New Zealand? I'd put that in the...
2: Biased, but I'd add that in there. They're not a player. I don't think they're a player.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. They're the same as
2: Sweden. (laughs) No, Sweden always wins best best place to live in. No, like
4: happiest place, not best place. Not best
2: best place. But very egalitarian. High on the egalitarian scale. Yeah. The, the what would it? What would it take to convince you that there was
0: alien life in the universe? Like, what would you need to see? Would you need to be abducted? Mm. Would you
2: need <laughs> like a bit of like, would, alien ship, a body? To borrow from your previous guest's analogy, a unicorn would have to fly out of my ass, and then you'd be like, "I'm in." <laughs> no, I'm I'd so have to see this. it. Yeah. I just have to see it with
4: my eyes. Yeah,
2: I'd have yeah. to see it. I'd have to see it.
4: I wouldn't have to see it, but Obama. enough trusted people would have to see it that mm. I that.
2: Like
0: friends or no, like or, Obama?
4: Yeah, yeah. Obama, I would take his word on. Yeah, it. yeah. It's not fair for me to say I won't believe it unless I see it because, like, let's talk about COVID. Mm. I'm taking people's word for it mm. that that's real and that exists yeah. and that people affecting that you trust. people. Yeah, people mm-hmm. I trust. I think I would apply that to anything that I'm happy to give it up to people who know yep. more than me on a topic. I don't feel like they're all.
2: Conspiring, mm-hmm. conspiring
4: to, to lie.
0: So, okay, so when this report is given to Congress by the Pentagon and they say, yeah, aliens are real, are you going to believe the American government if they tell you that? Or
2: would you still need to cite something yourself? I'd believe it.
4: I think I'd believe it. Yeah. I guess, don't-
2: I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't, but mm-hmm. I, I think I would. I would just look into motives all the time. Like Whether I believe something or not is really based on what motive that source has. Mm-hmm. I cannot understand the nefarious motive of our government to acknowledge that aliens have been here. How would it benefit them in any way whatsoever?
4: It would literally only be if they were – it's their technology and they don't want us to know that Ah. they're doing that. So now they've blamed it on the aliens. Good point. But that seems Uh, crazy.
2: Yeah, like too crazy. Yeah. I like that, Monica. Really good job. That would be a really compelling motive because if they have something that can – fly faster than any detection system. vanquish all of America's enemies. Yeah, Yeah. they're not gonna wanna...
4: They don't wanna disclose that, obviously. They're
2: like, it's alien, we don't know what it is.
4: (laughs) I guess they could just say like, yeah, we don't know.
2: It's a thing. I'm still hung up on this technology they're gonna give us and who they're gonna trust to administer it. Because I think throughout modern civilization, we have used the stick and not the carrot. Like we basically say to Russia, lift your human rights bar a little bit or we're gonna put sanctions on you, we're gonna punish you. Everything's mm. been punishment. Mm. It'd be really interesting if if we, the US, had this technology that was free unlimited energy and all you had to do to get it, we give it to you, you just had to have a really good human rights record. Yeah. You know, you had to have a democracy. Yeah. I wonder how quickly that would change countries as opposed to the, we're gonna blast you. Oh my God, I mean, I would welcome that. I think it'd be kind of amazing.
4: I think right now there are so many issues that are coming up that are global issues.
0: Climate change. Exactly. Climate change,
4: COVID, aliens perhaps. Mm. I feel like whatever forces Mm. out there are trying to bring us together as a giant unit. And Mm. we little human brains like can't do it.
2: Yeah. Incapable of it.
4: Which is so sad.
2: Yeah. And I hate to be a pessimist, but I don't think we will do it. I think there will be a winner. Ugh. And I think the winner will set.
4: The winner's is going to be
2: climate. Well, we, might, we might. Yeah, the, the winner will be yeah. heat, perhaps. You know, you even look at like progress that was made on nuclear deproliferation. You know, it can work to an extent. They can go like, let's go from 600,000 warheads down to like 30,000. But it's not going to go below that. We don't trust each other. There's no trust there whatsoever. No. That's the thing. I don't trust Russia. Every fucking podcast I listen to now... It's about some hackers who have done something else and they're all based in Russia. I don't trust that place. For any I, Russian listeners, I apologize, yeah. <laughs> but I do not...
0: No, they haven't got a great track record of being trustable. No. no! I think the other thing, when I think about aliens, I think, as in extraterrestrials, I do think back to our Bigfoot episode and that there's a lot of parallels where... Despite our camera technology getting better all the time, this is still the, the photos best image. have yeah the photos yeah, have never gotten any that's better. True. Nothing's greater. We've
2: got cameras everywhere. There's more people to like see things. All those stories you heard on like alien shows from the mm. 80s, those would now be filmed on iPhones. 100. percent And, and yeah, for not. some reason, they're not now. They're right? not. That's the thing. Every single person's holding a recording device, and the counts have gone down. But yeah.
4: if they truly are a billion years ahead of us, they know how to not get.
2: Invisibility Aww. cloak, yeah. But Maybe is that thing of like, Hogwarts? why are
0: they showing themselves in the first place? You know, it's that Maybe they're playful. weird thing. Maybe they're There's playful. There's also the There's hoax, a
4: couple cheeky ones. Yeah. There's also
0: the hoax factor as well. Like, with Bigfoot, so many hoaxes. Yeah. Same thing with aliens, and that like muddies the waters as well. Like, you remember that alien autopsy video that was meant to be the alien from Roswell? Uh-huh. Jonathan Frakes, I think, presented it. He I was the guy from this. Star Trek. He presented the autopsy video. Yeah, it was on like network everyone, television. Yeah, it was on network TV. And we all thought oh, no. that was real at the time. Uh-oh. It was a hoax. I didn't. You know? I'm Not, not to
2: brag. W- I just was like, no way. Not a chance. Here's what I feel no. really certain of is mm-hmm. that when the aliens present themselves, mm-hmm. they are not going to look like our 50s sci-fi drawings of them. And the alien mm-hmm. in the autopsy looked exactly like a Martian.
0: Okay, so what form do you think an alien will take? Like what are you yeah. like? A big bug, big blob, sort
2: of a human thing something we can't even conceptualize how
4: can we conceptualize it because we don't know anything about the environment they've grown up in
2: also the fact that there's however many tens of thousands of species on this planet and there's only one bipedal one other than like bird there's a few birds Mm -hmm. the fact that we're bipedal is very bizarre and it's it was a very specific occurrence in africa where we originated from that caused it so You should probably assume they'd be on four legs, not bipedal. Mm. It was a very weird turn of events that we ended up bipedal. And we're doing what humans always do,
0: which is like putting our own characteristics onto everything else as well. And assuming, ah, they will probably be two legs. They'll probably have a head, probably have arms. We're doing that thing again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be an interesting month. I think like if this report comes out this month, they'll probably delay it next
2: month. There's gonna be like a lot of talk around but, this. But to be and honest, out it's there. Exciting. as well. It is exciting. Like, it is. The other thing is is like I don't have a ton of faith in the experts in this space. So it's like what what committee of uh, Pentagon people are gonna look at the same thing I saw? and have some no they profound have more. conclusion they don't yes they this is do. like falling for
0: the illusion that is the worry that like you know the pilots that are being interviewed and all the experts around this that do think there's something there you've got that side but then you do have a debunker like mcwest who's so smart and has replicated all those videos and how they look using his own equipment mm. he's just a guy and he's debunking it so like can we really trust what's being said I'd
2: believe a government debunking of it immediately mm. like if they go oh well we looked at the solar flare pattern from the yeah, national yeah, meteorological yeah. Yeah. thing and it was this but 12 dudes looked at the same black smear that was moving and they're like okay we've got it that i don't buy
4: they're not just dudes that's so that's so dismissive that's so that's arrogant to say no. that you know as much as the people who do this when For the little, o- they're experts.
2: No, when the only no, this is exactly what religious scholars said about the Bible. They understand the Bible better than the parishioners. Why? It's a fucking text. There's nothing to interpret. The the letters are right there. Read it. Elevating these people's opinions, I think it's a very human thing to do because we crave alphaness in status Mm -hmm. but an image monica if all anyone has access to is the image they showed on 60 minutes you can't be an expert in figuring that out i do
4: not Mm -hmm. think that's all they have they have more information than us like to to think that Mm. we the general population has the same amount of info as them is so silly And that's what we're expecting
0: from this report. Like we are expecting more. Yeah. Yeah, If it's only those
4: things, then probably we can't go very far from it. But I bet there's more. Mm. Mm.
0: What I like about all this, and I didn't know this before I started thinking about this topic a bit more, is that in 1440 BC, very long time ago, there was a pharaoh who described fiery disks in the sky. Like wrote this down. We have found this stuff. So you you look at that and you think, oh, we've always seen these unidentified flying objects. Yeah. Um, It was found out later. That was probably like fabricated like many, many, many decades and centuries later. Like So it's always, I feel like every time we get like a little bit of evidence or a good sighting, I feel it's always going to be, my belief, it's always going to be fabricated or it's going to be something that is not alien life. Mm. I just think it's been happening for like thousands and thousands of years now and it's not going to stop.
2: Yeah. This was my sci-fi idea. Mm -hmm. It maybe already exists. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll see. I think it's as possible that we are the aliens, okay? That we Mm. don't originate from this planet.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh. That
2: we came here 200,000 years ago in some ships Mm -hmm. and because we had destroyed our planet. And when we arrived, the pact was we're getting rid of technology. What we know about us as a species, we can't handle it so we're Mm -hmm. going back to this system we knew worked hunting and gathering we're going to self-destruct these ships we arrived in Uh and we're starting all over on this clean slate and we're going to do it right this time and we got ourselves in the exact same that's cool (laughs) i really
0: like that me too i really like that idea sort of i guess it's like i think it's like an alien architect
2: theory that one that we've been seeded somewhere Uh, uh, and that uh. here we are as well it's sort of a similar thought here was my idea for a movie Mm. Is that at the beginning of the movie we find an alien aircraft mm-hmm. and everyone's so excited mm-hmm. that we found? It. But what we discover through like carbon dating is first we discover oh my god this thing's three hundred thousand years mm-hmm. old and then some anthropologists like wow that's weird that's exactly when humans arrive as a species in the archaeological record. I love this. And this then is we, cool. We yeah. come to the end to find out it was our own spaceship.
4: <sighs> don't. Maybe I just gave should, that away. we cut it out so they don't, you can don't maybe write they,
2: it? I don't think they make movies I anymore. Think it's,
0: <laughs> I I it, could think show. it could be a show it could be a show it could be a series i like okay. that
2: all right well that hey warner brothers uh sony netflix hulu i pitched it if someone wants to buy <laughs> this that this is the call official me. pitch that was the pitch <laughs> give my agent a call call lance klein and <laughs> make me an offer What if there's a feeding frenzy (laughs) (laughs) on Friday night (laughs) over this idea? Our lives change. But but I also gave away the whole movie so there's nothing Yeah, now everyone, yeah. yeah. Just, everyone will see it. We can fill it out. Just armchair details. (laughs) Stay tuned for more If You Dare. We are supported by Warby Parker.
4: Very trusted brand.
2: You love Warby Parker.
4: I do. So stylish. Warby Parker's always been known for being just cute glasses.
2: Well, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. The glasses look incredible, and they're very high quality. And... You have the ease of the home try-on program, so it's very much stress-free. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com. W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R W-A-R-B-Y com slash dax. Warbyparker.com slash dax style galore. We are supported by BetterHelp. If you're feeling anxious, if you're struggling with relationships, if you're having trouble sleeping, well, if you're human, that's a good indicator that you could benefit from talking to somebody. Complete the online questionnaire to help BetterHelp assess your needs and match you with a professional licensed therapist. Start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure weekly video, phone, or even live chat appointments. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. Just log into your account anytime and send a message. BetterHelp is committed to great matches, so it's easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more convenient and more affordable than in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. Arm Cherries get 10% off the first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash dax. That's BetterHelp h slash dax. I just want to say, to contextualize it in, the, in a global sense, so none of these conspiracy theories thus far have I believed in. Simulation, I'm like 12% this is the only conspiracy theory like Hmm. let's put it this way it's not like i said no there's bigfoots 100 percent. there's sasquatch i know it you know it they're just not here Mm -hmm. so we're in a very weird domain where i do believe there's aliens Mm -hmm. a thousand percent Mm -hmm. and i don't believe they've been here totally you're making that really
0: clear distinction
2: which is weird it's I should probably be more in on it
0: than I am for some reason. A lot of people that are all in, that do think we're being visited, they are kind of unhinged. Like, yeah. it's not a very sane space of research. Even talking to, to Nick Pope, he's often, like, writing essays for, like, alien books. And I got one of his books recently. And his chapter is, like, quite logical. He's talking about his time at the Ministry of Defense. He's talking about his job on the UFO desk. The next chapter is a guy written about like being abducted and probed, you know. Mm. So it's like he's up against those people. So like it's a
2: really weird space to work in where you're not surrounded by super logical people all the time. Also, to my knowledge, there is no university that has a UFO department or an aliens department. Like academia is not discerning anything of interest that can be studied. They will. It's not like they're. Any, any UFO group is
0: always um, They're like a membership only thing Like I belong to MUFON The Mutual UFO Network When mm. I was a teenager as well wow. And that was like You'd pay your little Like you'd send your little check in And you'd start you'd get like a newsletter In the mail oh About goodness. like the latest alien stuff So it's all Yeah there's no university
2: run stuff It's all like fan groups I
4: like basically. that we learn little bits About I, I was, David every episode
2: I was on the verge of saying <laughs> I would pay any amount of money To see a documentary About your childhood Where we could see the footage of you Like trotting to the mailbox. Box to put your little check in in Bethlehem, New Zealand.
0: Their logo is so cool. Like when when that turned up, it had like a little like swoosh on it, which was like the trail of the the UFO. Mufon, like what a cool, Mutual UFO Network. What a cool organization. But here's
2: what we've slowly learned about you. There's all Mm. these really random facts. I'm trying to weave them together into a tapestry. But Mm. the fact that you came to America for the first time because you were part of a gothic uh, message (laughs) forum forum, I mean, what, yeah. a, what a tidbit. And now, isolation. And now an early of member of this UFO thing. Mm. Man. When you're in New Zealand, though,
0: like you are, you're so far away, you look, to, you look to other things to find out about the world, you know,
2: so I turned to goths and UFOs. Mm. Yeah, did you feel like, yeah. was the sense when you were there, like, there's got to be more, which everyone mm-hmm. feels, but you had a little bit of data in your back pocket, which was, there's got to be more. I live in a country with a million and a half people and the, mm. there's five billion people in the world. Like, I literally don't have any idea what, most people are like a hundred percent yeah so you reach out to find them yeah like you if, know if you're from here and you mm. go to any of the major cities you're going to see virtually every type of person that exists on the planet so, yep. yeah yeah not the case
0: in bethlehem
2: uh tauranga in new zealand <laughs> yeah.
0: it's not going to very limited very yeah.
2: limited type of person there yeah so you look you're see like a 0.2 standard deviation away from just no exactly white. Person. Yeah, but
0: I'm glad it makes you curious. And I think we're all curious people. I think yeah. we've all come away from that. We've grown mm-hmm. up in different places, but I think we're all infinitely
2: curious about things. But I do want to chart it. I wish someone would mm. do a study where they, they charted and see if there's correlation. Like if people from Toronto had no desire to go anywhere, because literally they have it all in Toronto. Mm. Mm. So they're like, I, don't, yeah. I could go yeah. to Cambodia or I could go down the yeah. block to Cambodia town. Mm. They got every single little thing. It's all here. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not very helpful.
0: I've got a newsletter called Webworm and I'm going to collate all this together all this alien information. Ooh. Webworm and, and is fantastic. That out. yeah every episode I put out a little newsletter that basically sums everything up with links so you can Ooh, kind of go lovely. deeper Because I skim over I, you know I interview all these experts and I, I almost sometimes want to bring like too much to the show and it's almost overwhelming but in the newsletter I sort of break it all down so you can go deeper.
4: Nice. Yeah. So check out webworm.
2: Webworm is fantastic. I read it and I tell you I read it and then I think you think I don't, but then I hit you with oh, quotes. No, I know, right? that's yeah. nice. It's that
0: thing where like friends say, oh, I've watched your thing mm-hmm. or I've done this thing and then you discover they haven't. <laughs> right, right.
2: It's the worst. Yeah. yeah. You're actually reading it. Yeah. Like I'm memorizing quotes and I'm bringing yeah, them I appre- up at I dinner appreciate parties. It. And I'm seeming interesting and smart. <laughs> and anyone could make that choice read Webworm and mm. then appear to be interesting and smart at a dinner party.
0: But I think next episode. We might look at wellness culture, oh, which is that. probably maybe going to anger a few people.
2: Uh, may not. I don't know. Wellness. It's a. It's am excited for
0: that.
2: I'd argue that that will be the most polarizing of course, episode. Because, because people w-
4: don't think there's conspiracy in it.
2: it. No. And we're all, unlike other conspiracy theories where you might not be involved at mm-hmm. all, everyone's involved in a wellness conspiracy. Everyone. We've all got a yeah. thing we swear by. Yep. We have a methodology that we're using it might not be the one we want to use uh, and so then even in that case like we think we know what we should be doing Mm -hmm. yeah that one's gonna be tasty really quickly though have
0: any of you seen an alien or a craft or anything unexplained in your life because i think this gives us perspective i never have so that's why i'm skeptical have you seen anything i have what have you said just quickly? And
2: and luckily, I saw it with two other friends. Okay, so you're not crazy. So there was a, a thing called Camp Dearborn that the neighborhood I grew up in bordered. And it, what it was was this pocket of like nature that the city of Dearborn, mm-hmm. which is next to Detroit, had bought at some point. And the citizens of Dearborn in the summer were encouraged to come out and and enjoy nature. So they had like toboggan hills for the winter, a few different lakes. Mm -hmm. You could do camping. They had a little cantina at night. Beautiful. Like teens would dance at. So there was a hole in the fence and me and two of my friends, we'd sneak into camp Dearborn and we'd go to the cantina and see if there was any girls dancing or whatever. And it was a pretty long walk from my house to the cantina. You're going through all these fields and over little hills. The three of us were walking back to the house. It was at night. And my friend goes, Is that a dude on a reflective bicycle? And we all look out and like uh, across the field, probably quarter mile away, eighth of a mile away, to put it in your three hundred meters.
0: Uh huh. Thank you. Okay, three hundred
2: meters away. It first looked like a guy in a fully reflective outfit wearing a riding a fully reflective bike, (laughs) but it was all red. Right? We're like, what the hell is that? Someone's got it. And as we're watching it, it. Just fucking blasted across the field, like covered a mile and then stopped. And at this point, all three of us agreed it was staring at us. And now it had morphed into just a red orb and it was definitely staring at us. And now we got a little scared. Like we were observing it and then we all felt distinctly like it was observing us. Mm. And we just sat there and then it zipped across the field again to the middle and then it zipped off. The whole thing probably was 15, 20 seconds. And we all were like, I saw that, right? You saw that? and Yes. And it went over there? Okay. And nothing can go that fast, right? Yeah, nothing can go that fast. And we henceforth called it the Red Man. We called it the sighting of the Red Man. Red Man. And now here's where I think I differ from some people this is completely i, I could call bonkers, the. i could the call the two people who witnessed it with okay. me to they yeah. would independently tell you this ex- exact Man. same story mm. i didn't have any urge to conclude what it was i'm yeah. just like that was insane it's mm. also insane we all saw the exact same thing mm. it definitely no traveled fast drugs. no one was on drugs we we're okay. like thir- 12 years old 13 years old it traveled in a changed shape in ways that physics won't explain but i just was like well f- who knows what the hell that was i just had, don't and know had, and i'm had, not even leaping to figure no, i mean that's that's incredible like, has that changed the
0: way you perceive like reality like are you much more open minded or are you just like there's all of life and red man well and i'm fine with that
2: you got to you got to remember it's very early into my life so yeah mm-hmm. i'm at 12 years old and i already see something i've never learned about or heard yeah. anyone talk about so yeah i guess in that way i thought the world pr- potentially i would see more Redman. Unexplainable things in my life. But that's been it. That's been The one it. thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What wow. do you think of that story, Monica? <laughs> you sort it's... of looked a bit unimpressed. No, 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 I've heard it.
4: I've heard it. That's oh, you've heard it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um,
2: you've but... heard about men.
4: <laughs> I've heard this story okay. before. I mean, I think it's crazy. And I believe. I do. I okay. do. Especially because there were other people there that validates the experience. I think it could be an alien or I'm, anything i'm mm.
2: proud of i'm gonna pat myself on the back i'm proud of myself in the sense that i didn't jump to oh this is an alien because i immediately was like why the fuck would an alien come to camp dearborn on a friday night like i i, I knew how unimportant we were. You wanted
4: mm. to see the teens <laughs> like <laughs> you did <And> the
2: cantina. <laughs> yeah i was like we're not important enough to show us and camp dearborn's unimportant enough to land at it can't be anything important because why would it something important have chosen this field that we're walking? Completely. through? Yeah, you had perspective on things. I feel like I did. Whereas I feel like some other people are like, yep, of course it's in New Mexico in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Again, why did they fly across the entire galaxy to observe a desert with nothing in it? It's always uh, a desert. Yeah, always it is des- always nothing un- there to observe.
4: Well, maybe uh, on their in their land, there's deserts are very novel.
2: Yeah, so it's all water. Yeah, everything's lush.
4: Yeah, so they they're interested in seeing a desert.
2: Or the one thing they need for their technology is Sidewinder rattlesnake poison.
4: Oh, they can have that. Yeah, they can and have all the rattlesnakes. That's the only thing
2: snakes. they can't replicate in the lab.
0: Final question: and We talked about this in the simulation a little bit, but if we're in a simulation, it doesn't matter. If there are aliens, aliens out there, definitively more advanced beings out in the universe, we know this for a fact. Does it change the way that you're going to live your life? from here on in? Or does life go along in the completely normal way that it
2: did before?
4: I don't think it changes my day-to-day. Right.
2: I have two things Okay, that would change. One is I would be like, Monica, we have to explain to the alien that we would be the best podcast to explain what they're all about. Oh, that We're the safest we exp- place. You're thinking, guests. Yeah. We're the safest yeah. <laughs> place, the least judgmental.
4: Okay.
2: We're the safest yeah. place for them to announce their sure. intentions. So I would want to book them. Okay. Yeah, I Bo- like that that's your straight yeah. too. I'd be very busy yeah. trying to book them. Yeah, it'd okay. be a successful then, episode. Secondly, I would probably be excited to like use styrofoam again. Cause I would think, oh, they're gonna have all the solutions to our environmental crises. Like I can drive my car and not care now. Like I feel like a burden. We don't know that,
4: we don't know that yet. A
2: burden being lifted of my social responsibility towards climate change. I'd be like, oh, I'll eat more hamburgers and pee a lot more because they are gonna fix this for us. They're gonna have a vacuum that sucks up all the carbon. I don't mean to keep always taking thing ba- things back to my religious upbringing, but
0: I feel that that's what like a lot of really conservative Christians have is like we do not care about the environment exactly. or what we're going to do because we got heaven. Yeah. That's we'll right. be fine,
4: and God will ultimately protect us anyway. Yeah,
0: completely. It, uh-huh. So you, that's what you're thinking with the yeah, aliens? Yeah, they're just going to slay ruin to the earth. Yeah, they're going to save they'll us. They'll save
2: us. Yeah, like no condoms anymore. They certainly <laughs> have a cure for AIDS <laughs> and every STD what else
4: we don't know uh, that. they
2: have to have a drug that has no doubt side effects oh, give me that. Their, yeah xenon <laughs> xenon speed that's just like when i want it and, and yeah so your life is going to get better you can live more in a more ridiculous way and be yeah, fine yeah and okay. yeah that's got to be it right okay. I also want to have sex with one of the aliens really bad. <laughs> oh my God. I do. We almost got through an episode without making oh, it sexual. What do almost. you want to? Yeah, new experience no. Why?
4: Because. Oh my thing. God, that
2: would be the like most intimate way to connect with this other How do you being. know
4: you are attracted to them?
2: I won't be. I'm sure they'll look crazy, but I want them to put <laughs> the don't Navia. They have good
4: personalities.
2: Oh, they have the best personalities. How do you know? Because they figured out how to travel all the way here. They're really smart. That doesn't mean and, you and, have
4: a good personality
2: oh my God, what if they were brilliant but had terrible personalities, like they were like that's boring. That's
4: v- very so common. boring.
2: <laughs> this is just, it lines up into like, I'm pessimistic <laughs> about some things, optimist about some things, you're optimistic about some things, and pessimistic, like, so you're pessimistic about these creatures. I'm picturing like Navia from yeah, Avatar. 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 <laughs> yeah, some beautiful, big sexy blue, horse woman <laughs> who's gonna connect her tail with probably my anus, I guess, oh, and Jesus. then pass her whole childhood through my being, and I'm gonna be able to experience the whole beauty of her life while we're copulating. Like that doesn't excite you?
4: No, I'm fine right. with humans. How
2: about you, don't David? Do you want to have? Not, Do you want to copulate
4: with
0: an I alien? I wouldn't have sex with them. I'd want to. I'd want to have a chat to them. A probably. dinner. But yeah. what if you could I'd meld wanna... minds
2: through their sexual? Activity.
0: Oh, I mean, it depends how the day was going. <laughs> depends what I had on. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. Again, you, it's wanna all based sexy, on yeah, you <laughs> want to feel sexy. Personality. Yeah,
2: you want to. what mood you're in. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're diving straight in. Like, you're worried about how they look. Think how fucking ugly you look to them. It's not, they like, look. You're also big, assuming they want to have sex with you. This big two by four, like, <laughs> hey, we walk on two feet, which makes no sense. We're uh. straight up and down and fall over easy. We're the only animal that hits our head and fucking dies because we're so gangly designed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a prude.
4: I will be. I'm happy to be a prude. You're You're crazy. an
2: alien prude. All right, love you guys. Aliens.